quarter kilo of ground coffee. She's just back. Is Luca in position? I saw him at the window when I got here. Right. Jordan will be along to relieve you. Not too frozen, I hope. A bit chilly, but not too bad. Maigret smiled, thinking of the change in Sergeant Luca, who had transformed himself into a disabled old man four days ago. It was a case of keeping watch on the gang of Poles, five or six of them, who were staying in a squalid room in the squalid Hotel des Arcades. There was no evidence against them, except that one of them, known as the Baron, had paid at the tote on Longchamp Racecourse with one of the banknotes stolen from the Van Sittat farm. The members of the gang moved around Paris with no obvious purpose, but they met in Rue de Birague. And the central figure there was a young woman. The police hadn't yet worked out whose mistress she was or what exactly her role was in the gang. At the window of an apartment opposite, muffled up in scarves, Lucas was keeping watch on them from morning to evening, in his disguise. Maigret rose to empty his pipe in the coal scuttle. He chose another from the desk, where he kept quite a collection, caught sight of the form that Cecile had filled in, and was about to read what she had written. But at that moment a bell rang in the corridor and went on ringing. The briefing. He snatched up the files he had ready, and along with all the other departmental heads, went to the office of the Commissioner of the Police Judiciaire. This little ritual took place every morning. The Commissioner had long white hair and a goatee beard like a musketeer's. Everyone shook hands. Did you see her? Maigret looked surprised. Who? Cecile! Now, if I was Madame Maigret... Poor Cecile. And yet she was still young. Maigret had seen her papers, barely twenty-eight years old, but it would be difficult to look more like an old maid, to move less gracefully, no matter how hard she tried to be pleasing. Those black dresses that she must make for herself from bad paper patterns, that ridiculous green hat. It was impossible to perceive any feminine allure under all that. Her face was too pale, and she had a slight squint into the bargain. "'She's cross-eyed!' claimed Inspector Cassieux. He was exaggerating. She wasn't exactly cross-eyed. It was just that her left eye didn't look in quite the same direction as her right eye. She would arrive at eight in the morning, already resigned to her fate. Detective Chief Inspector Maigret, please. I don't know if you'll be in this morning. You could see Inspector Berger, who— No, thank you. I'll wait. And wait she did, all day, without moving, without any sign of impatience, suddenly leaping up as if she were a prey to emotion when the inspector came upstairs. I tell you, old friend— She's in love with you. The officers stayed on their feet. They chatted about this and that at first, and then almost imperceptibly got down to work. How's the Pelican case going, Cassia? Any news? I've called in the manager for ten o'clock. He'll have to talk. Go carefully, will you? He has a parliamentary deputy protecting him, and I don't want a lot of fuss. What about your polls, Maigret? I'm still waiting. I'm planning to investigate their hideout myself tonight. If there's nothing new tomorrow, I'll try to have a heart-to-heart with the woman. A nasty bunch. Three crimes committed within six months, all at isolated farms in the north of the country. Coarse, brutal banditry. Axe murders. The fog was turning golden. Electric light wasn't necessary now. The commissioner of the police judiciaire drew a file towards him. If you have a moment this morning, Maigret, here's some research into family interests. A young man of nineteen, the son of a large industrialist, who let me have a look. The briefing went on for half an hour, 
while the air in the room was filled with pipe and cigarette smoke and was interrupted from time to time by phone calls. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, certainly, minister. And there was a constant racket of police officers coming and going in the huge corridor, doors opening and closing, telephone conversations in the offices. Maigret, his file under his arm, went back to his own office. He was thinking of the gang of Poles. Automatically, he put the file down on the form that Cecile had filled in. Almost as soon as he was sitting down, the clerk knocked on his door. It's about that girl. Yes. Are you going to see her? In a little while. First he wanted to finish dealing with the case that the boss had handed him. He knew where to find the young man concerned. He had already had dealings with him. He knew where to find a young man concerned. He had already had dealings with him. Hello, get me the Hotel Miasotis, Rue Blanche. It was a shabby hotel where the young man and others like him met, took cocaine, and made no secret of their habit. Hello.